Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. This episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast is brought to you by Yabla. Yabla provides language immersion through engaging videos for Spanish, English, Italian, French, German, and Chinese language learners. Yabla features authentic content by native speakers, custom playback, subtitles, learning games, and flashcards. Yabla is the premier language learning video platform with tools to enhance conversational understanding, such as the patented dictation game Scribe. Now, if you haven't tried out Scribe, I definitely recommend you check it out. It is a game changer when it comes to improving your listening comprehension, and it's the perfect way to practice active listening. Stream authentic shows and music you enjoy while you learn at the same time. Give Yabla a try today using this special link yabla.com slash salsa that's y-a-b-l-a dot com forward slash salsa bienvenidos welcome to the learn spanish con salsa podcast the show for spanish learners that love music travel and culture Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Bienvenidos al episodio 89. Welcome to episode 89 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we'll be exploring another amazing salsa song and, of course, learning some Spanish along the way. In this episode, I'll be breaking down some of the lyrics to the song Cali Pachanguero by Alberto Barros. And this is a really, really fun song to dance to. So if you already are a salsero or salsera, so if you are a salsa dancer, you probably have already heard this song, but you might not have known 
what the words meant. But no worries, I'll be breaking all of that down for you in this episode. Another quick heads up, I want to let you know that if you really want to get the full lyrics to this song, uh, as well as a translation to English and some really fun games to help you improve your listening comprehension, make sure you check out the sponsor of today's episode at yabla.com slash salsa. That's Y-A-B-L-A dot com slash salsa. And you just search for the song Cali Pachanguero and you will be able to find the full lyrics and translation uh, as well as watch an amazing live performance of the song. All right. So now let's get to the lyrics because there's a lot in here. Um, Again, this is a really fun song to listen to. Really great song to dance to. But we can learn a little bit of Spanish as we look at the lyrics as well. All right. So in the beginning, and this is also the chorus of the song, it starts off by saying the title, which is Cali Pachanguero. And Cali is just a city in Colombia that's very well known for a specific style of salsa dancing. It's also a really fun town. It's known for uh, being a great place to party and have a great time. So that's really the spirit of this whole song. Pachanguero actually comes from the word pachanga. This is really just another way to say a party, but it has evolved into being its own dance style as well as type of music. So uh, when you hear pachanga and when you see pachanga danced, it is a little bit different than just sort of watching uh, like New York style or LA style salsa. Uh, It does have sort of its own flavor. So, uh, but originally like a lot of the words that uh, started out just to mean like party or dance, like bachata is another example. Uh, It really has evolved to mean something more, referring to a specific style of dance and style of music. However, you can also look at it in general as just saying, you know, having a great time and having a party. All right. So that's pachanga. Now this pachanguero is really just adding, right, ero to pachanga. Okay. And this is something that actually happens quite a bit in the Spanish language. So like I mentioned already, if you are a salsero or a salsera, you're a person who dances salsa. So if you're a panchanguero or panchanguera, you'd be someone who does pachanga. So anytime you see this ero or era, when it's referring to uh, sort of a thing that a person can do, um, you're really just saying that that's the person that does that thing, right? So salsero is a salsa dancer, someone who does salsa. Panchanguero would be someone who uh, does bachanga. Uh, bachatero or bachatera for a female uh, is someone who dances bachata, right? So these are things that are, are really common uh, in Spanish language when you hear that. Uh, it's sort of tacked on to things, <laughs> and it really just means a person who does that thing. So uh, another example that sort of more formal outside of like the party realm uh, is banquero, right? So banquero is either someone who does banking or someone who makes deals, all right? So again, that's sort of a really common construction, so you might hear that sort of attached to almost anything. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh yeah, I like that thing, so I'm a this person, ero or era, all right? So in this case, though, uh, because we're talking about the city of Cali, we're really kind of personalizing the city, and we're saying that Cali, the city, is panchanguero. So it's a party city almost, right? Like it's a place where you can go to have a good time. So that's really, again, sort of the whole spirit of the song. It's talking about how amazing the city of Cali is. Uh, Then it says Cali, again, busca un nuevo cielo. Busca un nuevo cielo. 
So it looks for a new heaven. And cielo can be translated to mean sky as well as the heavens, right? Kind of the same thing uh, we think about it in, in language. Uh, so then that sort of repeats because, again, that's really the chorus of the song. So it repeats over and over again throughout. Uh, but then the lyrics start and he says, De romantica luna. De romantica luna. So of a romantic moon. So again, this is describing the city of Cali and it's saying it's sort of, uh, it's, it's describing some of the characteristics or some of the things you'll find in the city. So de romantica luna. Then it says, el lucero que es lleno. El lucero que es lleno. So the bright star that is full. De mirar en tu valle. From looking at uh, or in your valley. La mujer que yo quiero. La mujer que yo quiero. The woman that I love or that I want. All right. So again, this use of de here. De romantica luna. De mirar en tu valle. So it's saying like from... And valle, in this case, just means valley. So in your valley, la mujer que yo quiero. So the woman that I want. Y el jilguero que canta. Y el jilguero que canta. So jilguero is not really a common word. But this uh, is referring to a specific type of bird. Sort of a, a yellow colored bird. Or in English, you might call it a goldfinch. And que canta. So that sings. So the yellow bird or the goldfinch that sings. Calles que se levantan. Calles que se levantan. Those streets that wake up. Carnaval en Juanchito. Carnaval en Juanchito. So this is referring to carnival, which again is a very famous festival that happens throughout Latin America uh, in the spring. And Juanchito is just a specific area of the city of Cali. Todo un pueblo que inspira. Todo un pueblo que inspira. So this todo un pueblo is like a whole town. So pueblo is, is a town. So todo un pueblo que inspira. So that inspires. So this is saying like this whole town uh, is, is an inspiration or it's sort of, um, you know, the whole vibe here is just talking about like the city at night uh, and how it's a great place to have a good time and it sort of inspires you, it kind of wakes you up, right? So I just want to note one thing. So, so far in the song, there's been several different uses of the word que. So I talked about this uh, in the description of this episode, kind of mentioned that you know, we'll be looking at a couple different ways that this word is used. However, in this case, it's really been used so far just in one way. Uh, and this is to mean that, Right, so K in a question means what, uh, and that's the K that's spelled Q-U-E with an accent over the E. That means what, but in this song so far, it's been Q-U-E with no accent mark. So K, that just means that. So el lucero que es lleno. So the bright star that is full. La mujer que yo quiero, the woman that I want. Okay, el jilguero que canta. So the goldfinch that sings. So, calles que se levantan. Streets that wake up. So, so far, all the uses of que have just been to mean that. 
Uh, and you can usually tell that from the context. So there's no questions being asked in the song. He's really just describing the city. So from that context, if you're wondering, you know, if you're not looking at it written, how do you tell? Is it gay with an accent or not? You sort of look at the context, right? There's no questions being asked. So this is, uh, in this case, the use of gay that means that and not what. So then it just repeats the chorus again. Cali panchanguero. Cali busca un nuevo cielo. And then he says, Es por eso que espero que en los días que lejos no dure mi ausencia. Now, I know that was a lot. I'm going to repeat it. But I said it all sort of together so you can um, understand why uh, the subjunctive is used here. So let me just kind of go through that again and then I'll break it down. Es por eso que espero que en los días que lejos no dure mi ausencia. So es por eso is... It's for that reason, or that's why. So you'll find this, this is actually a common phrase that's used when you're about to explain something. So it's something you could also use in conversation as well. You know, es por eso. So it's for that reason, or this is why. So you're about to explain. Que espero que en los días que lejos. Okay, so it's for that reason that I hope that in the days that are far away. No dure mi ausencia so that my absence doesn't last so ausencia is absence and no dure this actually comes from the verb durar which means like to last or it's talking about the duration of time you can think of it that way for the english word duration durar uh, no dure mi ausencia so he's saying i really hope that my absence doesn't last long. So he wants to get back to Cali, right? <laughs> so he's saying these days that he's far away, that he hopes that his absence doesn't last long. So because, again, he's expressing a hope or a desire, espero que en los días que lejos no dure mi ausencia, he's using dure instead of dura, right? So this is the subjunctive of durar. So dure, because he's saying, yo espero, right? Que no dure mi ausencia. So this is, uh, again, triggers the use of the subjunctive because he's, he's expressing a desire, right? Then he says, sabes bien que me muero. So you know well that I'm dying, right? And again, this is figurative, like I hope, right? So he's saying, you know very well that I'm, like, I'm dying to get back to Cali. Okay, so now again, so far, these other uses of que have been to mean that. So, es por eso que espero, that I hope. Uh, que en los días, que lejos, that in these days that I'm far away. Okay, sabes bien que me muero. So, you know well that I'm dying. So, all these uses so far have just been that. But now it's actually going to switch up just a little bit. So let's look at the next two lines and see how que is used, but in a different sense. So then he says, Que todo el mundo te cante. Que todo el mundo te mire. Okay? Que todo el mundo te cante. Que todo el mundo te mire. So this que todo el mundo. So el mundo is the world. All right? So... Uh, the whole world, todo el mundo, te cante. So this te is you. And again, he's talking to the city of Cali. So this te is like to you, to Cali. Uh, te cante. All right. And this cante comes from the verb cantar, 
which is to sing. But again, the subjunctive is used here. So te cante instead of te canta, um, because this use of the word que really implies sort of a desire or a wish as well. But I wouldn't translate it as that, right? You can think of it as meaning espero que, right? Espero que todo el mundo te cante, so I hope the whole world sings to you. But he's not really expressing it that way. It really just says que todo el mundo te cante. And usually the best way to translate this is uh, sort of, uh, you can use let or may, right? So, que todo el mundo te cante. So, may the whole world sing to you. Let the whole world sing to you, right? So, it's a little bit a uh, different feel. But if you want to help, if you want to uh, think of a way uh, to remember that this triggers a subjunctive in this case, it's that really he's expressing the desire. May the whole world sing to you. Like he doesn't know that the world is going to sing to Kali, right? <laughs> but he's saying, you know, uh, in more of a poetic way, like let the whole world sing to you. And then que todo el mundo te mire. So this mire is from the verb mirar, which is to look at, right? So he's saying, you know, may the whole world look at you. So he's really saying Kali deserves to be admired and, and sung to and, and cherished, right, in this way. So this que todo el mundo te mire, que todo el mundo te cante is let the whole world sing to you, let the whole world look at you, or may the whole world sing to you and may the whole world look at you, all right? So that's a slightly different use of que. Um, and you'll find this used in some expressions as well, right? I could say que uh, llueva, right, like let it rain which, again, triggers use of the subjunctive. I'm just saying, hey, let it rain, right? Like, I don't really have control <laughs> over whether or not it rains. Uh, but but sort of this let it rain is sort of my desire to just let it rain, right? So that's sort of a way you can think about it again if you're trying to figure out, like, why does this trigger the subjunctive? I'm really just expressing this general desire. But it's not something I'm saying 100% for sure that I know it's going to continue raining just as much as he doesn't know that the whole world is going to start singing to Kali, okay? So it's really the, these grand gestures or expressions of hope and, and wishes, all right? So that's why it triggers the subjunctive. Uh, and then he says, Celoso estoy pa que miren. Celoso estoy pa que miren. So, celoso is jealous, right? So, celoso estoy. So, he's saying, estoy celoso, all right? But you can really change this word order in Spanish, right? So, celoso estoy. It's almost saying, like, how jealous I am. Instead of just saying, estoy celoso. So, celoso estoy pa que miren. So it's because they look. So miren, right? So again, this comes from mirar. He's jealous for them to look at, uh, for, for them to look at the city, right? So he's really almost personifying Kali as almost like a woman, right? It's like, oh, I'm so jealous that all these people are looking at you. No me voy más ni por miles. No me voy más ni por miles. Okay, and this is a little bit um, difficult to translate word for word. So again, I kind of look at this as a phrase. So starting with the no me voy. So this me voy is leave, right? So I leave. So no me voy is I'm not leaving, right? I won't leave. Now this mas ni por miles is best translated as like not even for thousands. Like so miles, uh, and like mil is a thousand. Right, so he's really saying that he he really doesn't want to leave again. Mas 
ni por miles, not even for a thousand. So nothing is going to get him to leave again once he gets back to Cali. <laughs> okay. So uh, again, there's a lot more to this song, but I hope this gives you a little bit of insight into how to use the word que, like a few different ways that que is used in Spanish, uh, as well as a few things that trigger the subjunctive that may not have been straightforward before. I'm hoping that you get the idea with the subjunctive that it's something you're not sure about, that you're expressing wishes and desires uh, for things that you don't know if they will happen or not. So that's kind of the, sub the, the subjunctive mood and why it's used. And here are a few examples in this song that hopefully gave you some uh, some more insight into the use of the subjunctive, okay? And of course, bachanguero, zo salsero, bachatero. <laughs> so this is a very common construction. So when you hear that, you kind of know that it's referring to a person that does that thing, all right? So hopefully that was uh, straightforward and easy to understand. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, don't forget, if you want to go deeper into the song, come to our show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 89 for episode 89. Again, that's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 89. And you'll be able to uh, see the video for the song as well as if you want to get the full lyrics and translation, uh, become a supporter of the podcast. We provide full transcripts to all of the episodes of Spanish Con Salsa podcast. We're now in episode 89, which I can't believe <laughs> we've been doing it week after week. Um, for this song. But yes, we're on episode 89. And if you sign up to be a supporter of the show to keep us continuing to do what we do each and every week to bring you great value and great content, you can sign up at learnspanishconsalsa.com slash support. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash support. And you'll get access to some great bonuses, also some exclusive discounts, as well as the full transcripts to every episode of the podcast, including this week's episode okay so next week el próximo martes we will be back next tuesday with a, another episode of the learn spanish con salsa podcast and as always i hope that at least one thing that you heard in this episode will help you go one step closer from spanish beginner to bilingual hasta la próxima Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.